Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick, and welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. Today's episode is episode number 23. Holy moly. And you know what? <laughs> I, I, I swear I feel like it's been like months since I've recorded an episode because I just got back, well, okay, not quite just got back, about a week and a half ago from a trip to Scotland, which was just friggin' amazing. Got to meet an online friend in person. We actually stayed with them. My kids and I stayed with her and her kids. Uh, so hello, Leslie. That was fantastic. Of course, I, I don't know. It's like, I think if I had to pick something favorite from the trip, we loved Edinburgh. It was just amazing. And of course, we got to eat lunch at the Elephant House where J.K. Rowling uh, wrote Harry Potter. One of them anyways. Um, so that was fun. We're total Harry Potter geeks. And I got some postcards from the Elephant House. One is a, a watercolor of her writing, and then the other one is of the restaurant itself. So going to get those matted, but it was just, it was a blast. It was, it was amazing. We got to see St. Andrews, Glasgow, a whole bunch of cool stuff. Got to hang out with some locals, did a couple, uh, well, not a couple, did, you know, a little pub crawl here or there. It was great. It definitely, you know, one of the most fun things about traveling is just to get to see how other people live. And, it's, it's amazing. You see benefits, you know, to a different way of life. You get to see what you have and what you're grateful for. All those good things. Mind you, the next trip, I think I will do Sans children. <laughs> I think it was a little bit long for them to be gone. We were gone almost two weeks, but, uh, you know, at 12 and 16, it's not like they're infants or anything. So anyways, that's where I have been as well as just then trying to get caught back up. I, I mean, it's almost two weeks later. And I still feel really, really sleepy. So um, what is kind of funny in that it, it ties into the topic for today's show. So the, the title of today's show, my duh moment, the reality of accountability and a favorite new plugin. I realized I, I need to start pulling in some more of those sort of tactical, tangible resources. I I know I tend to, uh, that's what I'm looking for. I don't want to say, I do ramble a bit, but I like to talk about the personal side of the business and, and shifts and, and how I do things, all that stuff. But, but really, who doesn't like a good plugin, right? <laughs> For a WordPress, anyhow. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let's just jump into my duh moment. And, you know, as I was writing the show notes, I realized it's not really like, <laughs> you know, I, you always think of like Homer Simpson, right? Oh, you know, hitting his head. But it was more like, oh my God, that seems totally obvious. And of course, it's if you're purchased a new car or you buy something new and all of a sudden you see it everywhere, right? Well, it's because your awareness changes. So when your awareness changes, you know, if you hadn't seen that car before or, you know, it's first and foremost, so you're going to notice it wherever you see it, which is kind of what my duh moment really was. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that I'm not the only person who's had such a moment, uh, especially as it pertains to business. Um, but I think it was a recent post. It may have been the post I wrote called Do You Wonder? And 
And I promise I'm going to get back to the dumb moment because these do tie together. Um, Mm -hmm. But when I was in Scotland, I don't remember. I was digging around my friend that I was staying with. So she does, she has an online business. She does marketing. And we just started talking about different people we subscribe to or have subscribed to and have since unsubscribed or gone back and forth. And I was just, the question came to me, like, do you ever wonder what it is that differentiates people from succeeding and not succeeding? So as an example, you take, you know, two people who seem to apparently seem right, of course, it's our perception, but they seem to have the exact same skill level or knowledge or obviously not knowing the same thing, but they're kind of at the same place. And what is it that causes one of those people to just exponentially grow? They explode, they push things, they take to the next level. And then you have that other person that seems to kind of be stuck on the hamster wheel, right? Doing the same thing a couple years later, same place, same complaints. That's a probably a little bit of a key there. So I had posed this question in a post. And feel free to go back and read it, and I'd love your input on it. Uh, because it really is fascinating. You're, or you read these stories, and even if someone has been online, say, you know, three years. Okay, I've been online almost six years. And I, I truly can tell you that it's been this year is when I've seen exponential growth. And I'm going to get into that too. But it, you see people who they do it in 90 days. They do it in six months. Say in a year later, you're like, wait a minute, they've surpassed my income. And I've been doing this longer. I know just as much, if not more than they do. And I'm just going to qualify, pre-qualify this. I think that's the word I'm looking for because that's just how I roll. <laughs> I'm not saying that income is the only the only factor in terms of, you know, succeeding or not succeeding. It is a very tangible, measurable factor. Um, and in our culture, in most cultures, in terms of business success, that's how we measure it, right? And whatever that number is for you, it might be 3000 a month, it might be 30000 six of one. Anyways, I just, I started thinking about this. And this is what happens in my life, because I've learned to start paying attention to things. This is coming back to my dumb moment now. So, you know, a friend of mine had given me um, or told me to read this book called The Slight Edge. And it's not rocket science. Nothing terribly new here, um, which you have probably, if you've been online for any length of time, you start realizing it's not so much that there's a whole lot of new stuff going on. And I don't mean in terms of technology, but when it comes to content marketing, all that kind of stuff, it's just a different it's a different methodology for it, or it's a, it's said a different way. But you know, there's not a lot of reinventing or not reinventing, you know what I mean, inventing of brand new stuff. So I read this book, The Slight Edge, and it was just a simple reminder. But you've probably heard that story. You know, what would you rather have? $100,000 in hand or a penny that doubles every day for 30 days? Well, the penny ends up being just exponentially much more, right? It's, I don't know, I, I should have grabbed the book because that's just not how I do things though, right? I I, may, I mentioned quotes and I don't have them, but <laughs> the um, the penny ends up being, it's over a million dollars or something versus, you know, $100,000. And one just seems obvious. But kind of the takeaway with that is that it's having the patience, right? To let the penny double and trusting and letting that happen as opposed to the, the money in hand today. So that's kind of what this slide edge was about. And by the way, if if you hear the dog snoring in the background, I'm going to go ahead and apologize today. She got so thrown off when we were gone. Uh, she's almost 14. I think she's kind of getting dementia. It makes me sad. But um, I just don't have the heart to kick her out. 
So anyways, the book is truly about showing up and doing those things every day that other people don't want to do, right? It's consistency, consistency. And it's, there's not going to necessarily be these, these earth shattering, you know, light bulb moments all the time. It's just doing what you know needs to be done and showing up and doing it every day. So of course, another book shows up in my life. And this is all about the awareness piece, because as soon as I put something out there, it's like, I do, I just, I'll hear a song on the radio or somebody mentions something. It's just, you know, the more in tune you get with yourself. And I promise I'm not going to start turning this into, I don't know, a non-business podcast, but it's just the way my life works. You may or may not have heard of the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. So it's kind of a play on words, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, but this is actually called The War of Art. And I have heard about this book. I don't know how many times I've heard about this book. And I read his, uh, his other book called Turning Pro. And Stephen Pressfield, for those of you who are not familiar with him, uh, has written a ton of novels too. He wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance. There was a movie out. Um, but the war of art, you know, I've heard it and I'm like, okay, well, I read his other book and his other book was really good. It's one of those that each chapter is literally like three pages, but it is a direct point. He makes the point and he goes to the next point. So I am a complete geek when it comes to my Sunday mornings. In fact, I was telling my daughter, I'm like, don't you think there should be two Sundays in a week? I just, it's a really, really good day. So what I do Sunday mornings is I literally go get the newspaper. I know I could subscribe to it, but I always end up with getting it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as opposed to just Sunday. I just want the Sunday paper. I sit, read the paper. I have my coffee and I watch Super Soul Sunday on the Oprah Winfrey Network. I just, it's amazing. And for those of you who are, who are not Oprah fans, there are some cool interviews. There's a lot of phenomenal people um, that she talks to. So anywho, Stephen Pressfield happened to be on Super Soul Sunday just like, I don't know, a week or so ago. And I'm like, all right, go get the book. Go get the book, War of Art. So I started reading it. But I kid you not, there was a couple things in the interview that he said that totally turned me upside down the way I think of things. One of which is resistance, which is what a lot of the book is about. But the truth is, he... Well, the truth, I I don't know that I would say it that way, but he presented resistance in a way that I have never heard it before, totally stopped and made me think twice about my own, you know, the way we resist something new or doing those things we don't want to do. But he said, you know, resistance is not, and I'm totally paraphrasing here, but you want to think of resistance kind of similar to gravity. It's simply, you know... I'm not going to say it's a law, but it's just an energy and it exists. We don't fight gravity, so don't fight resistance. And the only time resistance comes up in your life is usually when you're going to that next level, right? You're going to, you're going to put yourself out there more or you're going to try something new. So naturally we go into resistance. So my whole duh moment (laughs) was it, it, this totally is not rocket science and you guys have heard this, but here's the thing. It's usually the simple things that make the biggest difference, right? The penny that doubles, it's simple. It's it's not, you know, quantum physics or anything. But the whole point with the slight edge, with the war of art showing up, seeing this guy on Super Soul Sunday, because I'm at a place in my business where 
things are have shifted significantly for me. And what happens when I get in my own way, excuse me, is because I start getting outside of myself. But really, more than anything, both of these books, the message that he had on on the interview was show up, do the work every single day. So if you're one of those people that you've got a WordPress site, great, you've got a business, but the last time you wrote a blog post was over a month ago, I'm talking to you specifically. It breaks my heart. I can't tell many times I've created a site for somebody. I go back and I'm like, what are you doing? Right? There's just this huge fear we get in our way, but you're not going to get better at writing blog posts. You're not going to get better at creating content unless you just friggin' do it. So one thing that Stephen Pressfield says is every day, <clears throat> excuse me, every day, you know, he's got his whatever he does in the morning, but but he gets to his desk, let's say 10 o'clock in the morning, gets to his desk at 10 and he just writes by two or three. He's done. He, he closes it. He doesn't reread it. He doesn't check if it's good. He doesn't ask anyone's opinion. He shows up and he does it every single day. Seven days. I don't know. But, you know, Monday through Friday, let's just say. So that's what you need to ask yourself. You know, am I doing this every single day? Am I showing up? I made a commitment to myself. Um, it was actually at the beginning of this year. Besides, I know I've talked about relationships and engaging, but I, I made a commitment that the first part of my day is my business. That's when I am most turned on and tuned in. So that's when I can create. That's when I can write. That's when I can make videos. And I'm not saying I can't do that at other times of the day, but that's when I'm best for me. And I probably have clients going, oh, that's great. It's not. But the client work doesn't require that same level for me, right? It's like I get clear with the client on what they want, what we're doing, but it doesn't require me digging deeper on a personal level or making sure that is what I'm creating tied to my message? Is what I'm creating tied to my brand? Does this represent who I am? Am I saying this the way I would say it, right? So those types of things. So I made that commitment to myself that period, the first part of the day, and that could be, you know, till noon, it could be till three. It just depends because my day is very, I guess, I don't want to say atypical, but probably for an entrepreneur, it's more typical than not, but it's kind of an everyday, it's an ideal everyday day. I get up, I take my son to school, go straight to the gym, come home, shower, get to my desk, usually by 9.30. I love it. Sometimes in the afternoon I'll nap. During the summer, I like to float in the pool. But then I get back on my laptop. We have a very non-traditional, uh, <laughs> my house, my kids and I, we just, it, it works for us. We don't do like a big formal dinner. We all eat. Sometimes it's together. Sometimes it's not. But we're super close. It works for us. But the whole thing is, is consistency, right? It's every single day. And when I look back, I you know, I think that, you know, on one hand, I've got this business and I've got this brand because I just kept putting one foot in front of the other. I didn't try and reinvent the WordPress chick. I don't mean like the theme or the logo and stuff because clearly I've done that, but I didn't try and reinvent my business because it was getting hard or I wasn't sure what to do. I didn't change the name. I didn't go to something else. I, I just kept moving forward. And could I be a lot further along than I am? Probably. I just, but the thing is, I don't know that I don't know that I would have been ready two years ago to do the things I'm doing today. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been. So I know that much. 
Now, the difference today is, can I be more effective with how I work and what I'm working on? And so I, I can. I tend to get into resistance when I get really, really strict with myself. And it's like, you will do this from this time to this time. Then I start getting pissy, like like a little kid, right? And all this nonsense is happening in my head of, don't tell me what to do, right? Um, which I think is prior to my entrepreneurial career, why I was always in management. I needed to be in charge. Well, so th- there's a balance there between being firm with myself and saying, get this done, get this podcast written, get the get the show recorded. You get this done today. Um, and you know what? You Or flipping that and saying, you need to go lay down. You're not feeling good. Whatever that is. And sometimes it's just time to myself. But um, you, you get the picture. And I realize, you know, with online businesses, the whole shiny object syndrome, how many people, we've all had it, would be my guess. At one point or another, everyone has been there. And it's it's like, you're always hoping that this this product or this latest training is going to be the thing. I'm totally doing air quotes. Um, the thing that's going to be your answer to their business. And it's going to get past, it's going to get you past this stuck point. Um, but the bottom line is, it's easier to purchase something, right, than it is to get your ass in your chair at your desk and get the work done. And that was another quote, and I'm paraphrasing here too, but in the interview with Stephen Pressfield, <laughs> Oprah said to him, you know, how do you get your heart where your ass needs to be, right? How do you get that, I want this this business, I want to pursue this, my passion, all that stuff. How do you take all of that energy and get it where it needs to be in terms of getting the work done. And the bottom line is you, you know, just like Nike says, you just do it. You're not always in the mood to do it. It's not always going to feel great. But usually once you get going, there's a flow to it. At least I find that for me. And there are some times where I've started writing, which again, and I know I've said this, is, you know, people don't tell you <laughs> very often that when you are creating an online business, you've got a, a WordPress site, a blog, whatever, that you're really going to become a writer. And it is a huge part of what you do. But the whole thing is you have to just sit down and write. And sometimes I've taken, you know, a few days to write a post because I I know where I'm going with it. I know, I know the end result. I know what I want to do with it. But it's like, some I just all get stuck. You get those sticking points. But eventually you get back to it and you get it done. So I think just to sort of summarize um, my duh moment was that the bottom line is it all comes down to simply doing the work. I was talking, I'm going to give a personal example here and one that this is going to make me cringe to share, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was talking to Susan, my therapist, about you know, my weight. And it just bugs me. And it's one of those things. I'm like, God, I've achieved all these things. Why can't I get this where I want it to be? And the bottom line was, and of course, there's always a bunch of mind stuff that I will not do that to you on the show. Um, but it's not been a priority, right? If I wanted to shift, make it a priority. And it's, for lack of a better word, it's a little bit of tough love, right? But the same thing is, if you want to take your business, if you want to create something, if you want to sell something, get it done, make it a priority. Uh, and that was sort of the dumb moment that it doesn't have to be, I, I am totally a uh, maker of mountains out of molehills. 
I don't even know if I said that correctly. I mean, I know the phrase is correct, but <laughs> we'll just let the grammar roll. But I, I do that all the time. And then I go to do something. I'm like, okay, well, that really was like five minutes, right? And in my head, I've made it seem like, oh, this is going to, I got to log in. I got, <laughs> I'm doing this all day long, but oh, I got to go find the login. So I got to do this. I got to do that. Just get it done, really. And that's why if you go read the show notes <laughs> to this show, um, I never in a million years thought I would have a picture of Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> um, as a as a blog post image, but it's along with his saying, get her done. At the end of the day, you just need to friggin' get her done. Okay, that was that little tangent. Now let's jump over to the reality of accountability, because this is also shown up in my life. Um, and, and the thing is, with accountability, I could probably sum this up with one sentence, truly, like in terms of what what will uh, lead to effective accountability. And in my experience, the main factor in terms of whether or not accountability is going to work is the person you choose to be held accountable with. Because, you know, if, if you're going to look for somebody to hold you accountable looking for somebody or having somebody, finding somebody, whatever we're going to do, who's at the same level as you are, it's just probably not going to work. Only because it's too easy to feel their pain when they don't hold up what they said they were going to be accountable for, when they don't do the things that they said they were going to do. Well, you know, you don't need to be an arse, but you have to have the courage and the backbone to say, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you get that done? You know, and the other thing is when you, when you set up accountability with a friend, unless you already have, um, unless your relationship is established in the sense that you can be direct with each other, you trust each other enough to know that when you are direct, it's coming from an honest, loving place, then that's not going to work either. Because if, if you start trying to be that person to your friend all of a sudden, my guess is there's going to be some issues. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't know how well that work, that works either. And the other thing is, you know, for myself, don't ask me to be accountable if you're not going to do it. Cause that's a waste of my time also. Right. It, and so when you start looking at where you are and saying, you know, it's, it's perfectly okay to say, I really care about this person, but I don't see anything happening. And so until something happens, I'm not going to set myself up for frustration saying, yes, I'll be your accountability partner when the three times in the past that we've done that, you never hold your end of the bargain. And it's it's all for themselves, truly. I mean, they're letting themselves down, but it, it just, it doesn't work. And, you know, those are the times when I've done this with friends and I'm like, please prove me wrong. But you feel that in your gut. You're like, here we go. Or, you know, that right after you set up an accountability um, agreement with somebody, literally, the first week, all of a sudden we've got to change things and do things differently. It's like, well, we didn't even get out of the gate. So that kind of sums that up. Um, for me, there's been two times in my life when accountability, and I don't mean, I'm not talking about when I was a kid and had to answer to my parents. Um, but the two times in my life that accountability has worked for me, um, was the first time was with my therapist and it was when my business was, I don't know, it's probably a couple years old. And I was questioning myself all the time. Like, who am I to be doing this? Do I know what I'm doing? Truly. And I just, I need to do an interview <laughs> with her. 
Um, so you guys can see I was really in that space often. And so at that time, it was it, the client work always came first. So I wasn't building my business. I wasn't building my brand. And keep in mind that I'm not saying client work isn't a priority. They go hand in hand because without the client work, the biz is the business still there, right? For me, it would be at this point, but the client work is a steady cash flow. The client work for me keeps my hands in WordPress. It keeps my hands really tied to what's going on, what's new, what's fresh, what are, you know, whatever that looks like to you. But so it's important to me that I always keep that going. It's, it's just to me, I, I get it now. It's smart business. I don't feel resentful. I've built a team around it. Um, but I set up this accountability that I would spend the first part of my day, right? Working on my stuff. And it was not to the degree that I do now by any means. Um, and so I would email her once a week and it was hard because <laughs> my friends totally call me. What about Bob? And for those of you who have not seen that movie, um, what about Bob is like this really clingy therapy patient. <laughs> it's not like that, but the whole thing is I, I just, she would call me out if I said I was going to do something and I didn't. And to the point where it was like, well, no, you get to choose how you create your day. So you made that choice. And then you only have to hear that once from somebody you respect and admire to not really want to hear that again. So it helped me kind of became more of a, uh, you know, my, my email check-in started becoming more sort of life check-ins and stuff, but it's working, right? Well, I know it's working. Um, so the next accountability situation is literally like a week old and I'm ridiculously excited about it. I, um, am in a mastermind and it's actually, it's a mastermind group. Um, well, the group, we, there's a Facebook group, but it's actually about Facebook marketing and Facebook ads. And, and using that to drive your business. Now, I, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail with that because I'm definitely going to have um, Adam on the show and Adam's a friend of mine and this is his business. And I, I cannot begin to tell you how these people are killing it. And I've seen phenomenal results like a $50 ad spend for a $500 return in three days. It works. And it definitely gets more into the... Um, the metrics and the measuring stuff that is not super fun for me, but I'm doing it because I'm ready to take my business to the next level. So anyways, so while I was in Scotland, there was another in-person mastermind group. So this meeting was held in Palm Beach, Florida. They did a live mastermind, uh, I think it was August in Las Vegas and they went and raced Ferraris. <laughs> which I'm not telling you any of this stuff to impress you. It's to impress upon you that there are people that are doing this and I know them and it's not a pat on my back, but it's inspiring to see people pushing themselves. So anyways, so I get back from Scotland and the first we do, there's a, a weekly mastermind call. We get on, we do go to webinar, we talk about what's happening and it really and truly is one of the most amazing group of people I've had the pleasure of connecting with super supportive, down to earth. You couldn't ask for a better group of people. So on the mastermind last week, um, I was on chat and um, I, I tend to keep myself muted unless I've got something to bring up. Um, but so I posted in the chat and I said, hey, is anybody looking for an accountability partner? Because they set that up. The people that were able to make the event in person all came back with accountability partners and income goals and all that kind of stuff. So 
West Ward. This is my Enter West Ward. <laughs> um, I've got this in the post and, and you can see a picture of Wes and link to what he's doing. But he said, yeah, I, I'm up for it. Let's connect. I said, great. So we got on Skype. Wes is in um, Australia, Melbourne. Melbourne? Melbourne? I'm sorry if I said that wrong. <laughs> but oh my friggin' God. I was like, it was one of those calls where you get off and my my head was just spinning. It was just wow. That's all I can say right now is wow because I'm I'm deaf. I'm like we. Ha- I have to do an interview. I have to do an interview. And it was one of those times you get off the phone and it's like, well, how can I help this guy? You know, because I just we're on the phone. I'm like, well, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And and so I you will be seeing me share what he's doing because I love it. And I'm not going to get into immense detail here because I want him to be able to tell you where he's coming from. But I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> in the first call we talked about, and these were all tied together, Harry Potter, Aston Martin, and the psychologist Carl Jung and his 12 archetypes, it all tied together. And it was the most fun I've had hearing a completely different way to position marketing and business and targeting and all this stuff. It, I, I've just, I'd never thought about it this way before. And I friggin' loved it. It was, <laughs> this is the analogy I use for somebody. I said, I feel like you know, like a little kid who was just given a brand new box of like the 64 Crayolas, brand new box of crayons and a huge friggin' clean white slate just to go to town. That's how I felt after getting off the call with Wes. So needless to say, I'm excited. But how do I know this accountability is going to work? Well, the call was Tuesday. I heard from Wes Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, Wednesday, I'd had a client here all day. Thursday, I was gone out of the office literally the entire day. But all I can think about is, oh my God. So I'm talking to Wes later this afternoon. I'm like, okay, okay, what did I say? I was going to get down. Where am I at? I need to have my income goals. I mean, he's already posted stuff that he's changed and done. And and it, it's just inspiring and it's driving me. And so because of that, and the thing is, we don't have a friendship prior to this mastermind. He's just... You know, I'm one of those people when I find people that I resonate with, I just don't let them go. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to be a stalker, Wes. Um, but I, I love what he's doing. And, and so I am in this for the long haul. And I know that I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, there's no getting away with stuff for lack of a better explanation. But, you know, when it comes to accountability, find that person that you respect and admire that will be direct with you. Um, and, you know, to the point where, I know that his time is valuable. And so I, I it needs to be taken seriously and treated seriously. Uh, because I, I I don't like it if people do that with me, right? Don't don't get me on Skype or, you know, I've done this with people when you get on, you have a call and I don't want to hear you bitch about people for 30 minutes. That's just not effective. So if you want to talk about, you know, fixing something, correcting something, implementing, you know, growing, all that stuff's great. But, you know, the other stuff just doesn't work. So the accountability piece, the reality is you have to be willing to show up and you have to be willing to be held accountable. Because if you're not willing to put your neck on the line and let somebody pull you up, is that the right terminology, I guess? But when you're not sticking to your end of the bargain, you have to be ready to hear that. And then you have to be ready to address it like an adult right? Not like a little pissy kid and, and uh, just be miserable about that. So um, I, I'm i super excited about this and I'm hoping, 
you know, for anybody out there, you know, you've heard so you hear so many times about the power of a mastermind. And, you know, there's so much value in it. And so many people are in two and three masterminds. And I think for me, a lot of it was like, I I don't have time to do this. You know, when, when am I going to do this? Um, but the reality is you have to make the time, right? It's, it all comes down to choice. And it's kind of like when you hear people talking about social media, which I'm going to have to have Wes explain to you something he did for a client in regards to social media. And again, I'm really not trying to be ambiguous and like tease you (laughs) with stuff from my first call with him, but he just is going to do a much better job in explaining it. And then, uh, you know, we'll set up a page where you guys can go check him out. Although I do have links in the show notes. Um, But with masterminds, I finally, you know, when I, when I decided earlier this year that I was going to step up and engage and all that good stuff, that I was just going to be open to what showed up. So the first two masterminds, one is a mastermind through Fizzle, which is a membership site where there's training and that's through the guys over at Think Traffic. And we just can't quite seem to get it together in time, in terms of a time to get the calls to work. Um, I've connected with some great people already and I definitely need to follow up now that I'm back, but I, I'm not sure where that group is going to go. And it, it's, it's certainly not, um, awesome group of people, truly. And I've talked to a handful of them individually on Skype and I know that I've got new friendships, relationships with them, but I just, it seems to be <laughs> harder than it should be for, you know, lack of a better explanation that, so who knows? And sometimes those are the times you need to trust, right? And say, okay, this just doesn't seem to be working. Maybe we need to leave it for a bit. So we'll see where that one's going. And then the other one is through another course, the How to Connect with Anyone through Scott Dinsmore over at Live Your Legend. The goal was specifically to just create relationships. That That's totally why I did this course. And I've got coursework to catch up on, which again is one of those things that never seems to feel like work, but when you invest in it, you need to do the work, right? And I think we probably get worse at that stuff. The more knowledge we get, because it's like, oh, well, I, I know how to do some of this stuff. It's it's like, oh, it's all good. Um, now, the what was cool about that mastermind was that they put the, they, they picked us, right? They handpick, you fill out a form, and they handpick teams, and they put you in a mastermind group. So the group I'm in, there's three other women, two of which are in the Bay Area, one's in Florida right now. And the other three, um, while they're new with online business, they're brilliant women. And I can totally see the value and strengths that each individual has. Um, it just seems to have a really solid structure from the get-go. And so I'm very excited about connecting more and working with these women um, and, and leaning on them for, you know, one of the things that I was telling them, um, that I could use their help with is setting up some real solid structure and systems to some of the elements of my business, like with the client work, you know, I use a project management, um, I use Basecamp and it's great and we've got systems down and I've got a full process, but I am bringing on a new project manager and there's, to me, there, it can still be tighter. It can be a better system so that, you know, Two years down the road, this project manager's like, got to move on. This is, you know, it's been wonderful to work with you. <laughs> Do you like that? Um, but it's time for me to move on. 
then I, it should only take a week or so tops to bring someone else into the loop. Because keep in mind, a project manager that I've got right now is they don't need the WordPress skills and knowledge um, per se. They need to truly be able to manage people and projects and stuff. So that's where I can see that the mastermind group in that I'm in with these other gals through how to connect with anyone is, is going to be super valuable and helpful for me that we all have different strengths, obviously. Um, but they really, they're serious about it and they're all committed to, to growing their businesses, to creating something solid and showing up, which I know there's a quote about showing up, but we're just going to pretend I didn't say it because I can't remember any part of it. Um, anyway, so the mastermind piece, you know, ties hand in hand with accountability. Um, so keep that in mind. And what I would suggest if you either are in a mastermind or are looking for one, you know, just be open to the fact that, be open to the fact that it might not be a right fit right out of the gate. And like my example, um, the Fizzle Mastermind I'm in, it's a great group of people. It just seems to be a much bigger challenge to make it happen than it should be. So um, maybe it's just not right right timing, right, for us as a group um, with that mastermind. I'm not sure. So anyways, I, I just, the whole, the whole point of the accountability really comes on the heels of me having set up some accountability with a friend and seeing within a week of, of, of doing this, that things had to get changed and flip. Oh, got to do a new site. Got to do all this stuff right when it was almost ready to kind of launch and go time. And it, it bummed me out. I'll be, you know, really honest. It just kind of bummed me out. Um, and then I had to step back and say, okay, well, this isn't really going to be accountability then. Um, because I don't want to be that person to be writing them. And because the truth is, I, I think we all get, we all have our own journey, right? It's not up to me to say that someone else needs to be kicking themselves in the ass and expecting more and pushing, pushing, pushing. That doesn't really work for me anymore either. But just like the penny, everything compounds, right? When you do a little bit every day, a little bit every day. So that's where all of this has come from with the accountability is realizing that. And then having somebody like Wes show up in my life who has literally blown my mind, you guys. I'm just like, this is just phenomenal. This whole way of looking at stuff completely made me rethink positioning my business, what I offer, what I do. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna not don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna be, you know, turning everything upside down. That's that's not where I'm at right now, but it's it's really repositioning things for me. So that, um, that really wraps up my accountability rant, ramble, um, right along with my duh moment. Um, and just to summarize them both again, the first is that you have to show up and do the work every day. You guys get out of your head, sit down, write a post, you know, optimize it, publish it, share it, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I don't mean that you need to be writing a blog post every day, but I, I know exactly where I need to do X, Y, Z in my business with this has to happen every day. You know, the podcast that, okay, it has to happen every week. I was on vacation. I'm not knocking myself for that, but it didn't feel good to not have an episode come out one week. It it bugged me. 
and I've had success with this. Why on earth would I not make this a priority, right? We learn. Um, and then find yourself a really good accountability partner. Find somebody who has something of value to bring to the table for you and that you can then in turn, you know, really provide value to them. And you have to set some guidelines. Look, the first, you know, the maybe there's a, I don't know, like a get out of jail free card, right? Look, within the first month, if something comes up that throws you, okay. But beyond that, I'm not saying it can only happen once, but do you know what I'm saying? There's excuses and then there's life stuff that happens, you know, horrible tragedies, things that are beyond our control. So those things do happen. It's life. So when you take the time to make sure every other opportunity, you're, you're being true to your word, those things don't throw you so much. All right, let's move on to plugins. Okay, this truly is my favorite new plugin. And I'm always floored when I find a plugin that kicks ass and is free. And I know that sounds really redonkulous, like, oh, well, it's not like free plugins are going to be crap. But when they're better than premium plugins that you might have, that's when I get very, like, outstanding. (laughs) So, and I'm definitely going to do a post and video uh, just on this plugin and talking about this topic, which the topic um, is short codes. And I know there are a lot of coders and programmers that are purists and don't like short codes. And to you, I say, turn the podcast off because, well, you're probably not listening anyways, but that's fine. Because the reality is, I, I would, I have to look up some, some statistics here with WordPress because I would be curious to know the percentage of WordPress users that don't ever want to learn code, no code programming. It's not what they are. It's not who they are. It's not what their business is about, right? So these are short codes are for us, for, for the people who want to market that are not doing those things. So, um, you know, short codes are not bad. That's my point <laughs> with that rant. Anyways, short codes ultimate is the name of the plugin. And it is just in the WordPress plugin repository. Again, it's short codes, plural, ultimate. And um, you can, I, I've linked to it in the post. And I have tested a handful of short codes plugins. Um, I've got a few premium. And I also was having one um, coded, which I might address later. I've had another plugin in development, but um, that was all based on CSS3. So it's not loading images and stuff. Well, so is this one. And let me just tell you, holy moly, it's got, I thought it said, hold, I'm going to just pull it back up. Here we go. Um, I want to say that, yeah, there's over 40 short codes built into this. Um, it's got CSS3. Um, it's got custom skins. There, there's a special widget for it. You can actually do, there's add-on skins through the developer site. And I'm totally going to botch his name. So I'm so sorry, but it's Vladimir. I'm going to say Vladimir Anakin, A-N-O-K-H-I-N. Um, and I'm definitely going to be donating to this plugin. But the once you install it, the little, um, the short code will, the short code options button shows right above your WYSIWYG editor, you know, next to your add media button. And it is the inner, the user interface. Is that the correct word, right? The UI is, it's so clean. It's so easy to use. 
It loads quickly. It is not a space hog. I have another short code plugin that's premium that um, I've run the, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but it's called the P3 Profiler. It's a free plugin that you just, you don't have to keep it in your site, but you can install it and run it. And it shows you which plugins are using the most amount of resources. And the short code plugin that I'm currently using is just, it's ridiculous how much space it's taking up. So I have already installed the new one and I just have to go through every page and post um, and replace short codes. But I love this short codes ultimate. And let me just tell you that every single time I swear that I am logging in to, I have it on another site, that there's an update for it. So he's really, really on top of it. Um, he does have a support forum. He's got um, a few video tutorials. There's just a, a generator demo. It's how to use the, the widget, how to create an image gallery. And you can create custom short codes to use within this plugin as well. So it just, it is truly one of the easiest short code plugins um, I have ever come across. And for those of you who are not familiar with the short code, I probably should have started this piece out with that. Um, but a short code basically pulls a whole bunch of code into what is called a short code. So it's the um, like brackets, right? So you'll see it. So let's say it'll say you got the bracket button equals and then it describes what the button looks like, closing bracket. And that's just my my dummy down version of that. But there are, God, let me, you know what? Let's just do this just because um, you guys are used to me rambling. So it's all good. So we'll go ahead and let's just look at some of the options. Of course, there's buttons. So you'll see that. And you know what's cool too with the buttons? Because again, I am such a geek. Um, the buttons, you can pick styles. You can do gradients, flat, all that stuff. Um but you can also, when you um, pull up the short code, the modal window that pops up where you can select your short code, you can you can filter and search. So as an example, if you want to look at short codes that apply to content, you click the content button, box, media, gallery, other. But there are tabs, spacers, drop caps, buttons, tooltips, audio, um, lightbox, lists, pull quotes, dividers, frames. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Google Maps, slider. Um, rows, columns, accordions. Th- there's a ton of stuff in here. So I just love it. And I-, I definitely would say, check it out, download it. Again, short codes ultimate. It's in the, the wordpress.org plugin repository and donate rate. I- I'm going to rate this actually right now because I am logged in. <laughs> uh, you do need to be, to be logged into wordpress.org to rate any plugins. Um, and then donate. You know, all those free plugins that you guys use, just stop and think if everybody donated like a dollar, right? Or even two bucks, maybe to help cover PayPal fees or whatever. Um, But just think about what a difference that would make to the plugin developers that are doing all these amazing things um, and they do it for free. So keep those things in mind. So I think that about wraps up today's show. Um, I think I was probably a little too chit chatty, maybe in the beginning, rambling quickly. Because this is, uh, oh no, I guess we're about close to 50 minutes. Um, so just to summarize again, show up, do the work every day. Gonna make a big difference. If you're interested in accountability, find somebody that you respect and admire that you can hear the honest truth from and that you don't want to disappoint. That'll help too. Be sure to check out the short codes ultimate plugin that I absolutely love. 
super, super easy to use. Um, and stay tuned. I will be doing, like I said, a post and a video on that. And then uh, I don't know if I officially announced this, but the WordPress Genesis for Beginners 2.0 is officially available. So your best bet is simply to go to the WPChick.com and there's a, I've got one of those, the foo bars across the top and it is a user's guide. You can get that today. Um, and I think that's about it. I would absolutely be very, very grateful and appreciative for any reviews and iTunes. If you enjoy the podcast, you know, drop me a note. And if you have any WordPress questions or Genesis questions or business questions, um, whatever, you can actually send me a voicemail on the site. And I'd like to start including some of those questions or clips in the show. So feel free. If you do that, make sure to call in with your name and your site, get that out so that we can give you a little shout out on the podcast as well. So again, reviews on iTunes would be awesome, you guys. Thank you very much. I love you guys tons. I I have totally missed this podcast. Um, <laughs> me just talking for an hour. I miss myself. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I do that. Anyways, so stay tuned. There will be an interview with Wes coming up. I'm also going to have Adam Spiel on the show. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, yeah, that's it. And happy Halloween. Although I should have a, a show published next week. But um, to those that do celebrate, enjoy. Talk soon, guys. Thanks.